The last time the Jags played a real game. Throws it. Touchdown, Amendola. They were oh so close. Stepping up and throwing, and it is knocked down by Gilmore. A baby step from playing for the Lombardi. Initial disappointment turned into a summer of hype. We're going to win. They have a chance to go undefeated. It's excitement all the way around. An off-season of anticipation and talk. We want to say we dominated the world, so... That's the next step. The waiting game is just about over. A trip to New York awaits on Sunday. Odell Beckham just got paid now. You got to see what he can do. It's just one game, but it might be a giant step to where the Jags would like to go. This is Jaguars All Access, presented by Fields Auto Group. It's time to step up to luxury. Fields matters because you matter. I'm born right across the river. I mean, so, I mean, it's not emotional for me. No, it's a pain in the ass. You know, everyone wants tickets. They want sideline passes and, you know, and no. I don't, I don't see anyone when I go up there. Most of them are Giant fans. Oh, this isn't just about Tom Coughlin. Doug Marone homecoming of sorts as well, of course from New York State. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Jaguars All Access, a live look at Mellow Mushroom in Avondale. We got ourselves a game week for real. Time to kick off the 2018 season. Jags and Giants. That game, by the way, will be on Fox 30, but we appreciate you joining us here on CBS 47. Brent Martin, along with Jeff Lagerman. Nothing like the start to a season. No, it's exciting, and it Doug Marone cracks me up. I mean, I mean, he's always got kind of a dry humor about him. You know, but this game has significant importance to him because, look, it's a homecoming of sorts for him. But also Tom Coughlin, who, by the way, will tell you that he doesn't have any extra importance with this game. No way. I mean, if anybody holds grudges, it's the man himself, Tom Coughlin, because I think he held a grudge against the Jaguars until Wayne Weaver sold the football team. That's just how he's wired. He's an A-types, ultra-competitive person, and I'm sure that he has to provide plenty of tickets for the family members that he has back up there. Well, just like that was a big win over Buffalo, I believe, for Doug Marone in the playoffs, this would be a nice win over the New York Giants for that man right there. By the way, Jay Fun Day in Jacksonville tomorrow. All right, welcome back the mayor of Saxonville, everybody. Peleus Campbell here on the show tonight. Looking good, by the way, too. Really a good. slim Calais. All go. Where did it all go? Good off season. Uh, off me. That's <laughs> you know, it went away. You know, never coming back, baby. Staying slim, feeling flexible. You know, older you get, you get to stay flexible. So that's the key to it. And go out there and make some plays. You're talking to two old guys. We know about it. Well, he does at least. Uh, he's a little older. And Keelan Cole, Jags wide receiver, back again. Good to have you, man. Are you excited about a little football on Sunday? Uh, I am. I am. I'm definitely excited. It's another year. Let's do it. Yeah, but it's a different year, and it's year two for you. Has it slowed down? Uh, it, it's, it's slowed down, but the game's always fast, so it ain't no such thing as really slow in this game. You got to experience it last year. You hear this from players all the time. There's a big difference between the preseason and the regular season. Jeff tells us about it. Calais, you're living it right now. What is the difference? How different is August to September? It's a big difference. You know, uh, you really can't really explain it. You know, it's just when it matters, you're a little more focused. You know, every play is so much more crucial. And uh, you, you're really out there a lot longer. I mean, we're going to be going a lot faster, a lot harder. So the shape's going to be tested, you know. But the good thing, we're a pretty good, a pretty deep uh, D-line, so we can rotate a little bit. And it's challenging for you guys this week because, you know, the first week of the regular season, there's always new wrinkles that you don't expect from a football team. For you guys as an offense, you've got 
a new defensive coordinator on that staff, James Betcher, who was the defensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals. Have you guys been watching a little bit of the game footage from last year against the Cardinals and some of the old Cardinals footage to get an idea of what maybe they run? Uh, it only makes sense. I mean, we played him and we played against his defense before, so we want to see what he's done against us. But, I mean, that's, it's, just, it's as simple as that, just trying to really see what he's done before against the same offense that he's going to go against this year. And we're going to talk about that offense a little bit more, but the same goes for these guys on defense, right? Pat Shermer's offense, I bet you're looking at a little Minnesota tape. A whole lot of Minnesota tape, you know, uh, and it's really not much to go off of from preseason. You know, you can't really go off of that because it's different. So you have to go back to the Minnesota days, but they have different, peop uh, different people in, pos in position. So the hard part really is uh, we have to go out there and just make sure that we're fine-tuning anything because anything can happen. And, uh, you know, this will be the hardest game for us just because we don't have that much to prepare off of. Yeah, and I think both sides of the ball, you got to be prepared for virtually, virtually anything because you never know what's going to happen. I mean, offensively, it may be Pat Shermer's offense, but it may be a little bit of a blend with Mike. Mike Shula, the offensive coordinator that he brought with him from Carolina days. You know, you, you just don't know. How good do you feel about your defense right now, this Saxonville that, that created an identity? Uh, there's a lot of hype, a lot of talk, but the now smirk. you get to go live the it up. smirk says it all. <laughs> I feel very good about our defense, you know. Uh, just, it's not about the talent, but it's how hard we work. Everybody in that locker room, especially on that defense, man, we, we take pride in working hard, being focused, we're smart, and we're very, very talented. I think it's just a matter of time. But, I mean, I wouldn't want to face this if I was an offensive coordinator, a head coach, because this defense is special. Now, it's going to be tough. It won't be easy to do what we want to do. But with this team, I feel real good about it. And for you guys on offense, especially in the wide receiver group, you lost Marquise, but uh, six guys in the room now and time to keep on rolling. Yeah, I mean, uh, we've been here before, and we're just going to keep doing what we do. Uh, I was put in that position, so me just stepping up, trying to teach everybody who's be being put in the same position I was put in last year, just we're going to learn from my mistakes that I made last year and just keep on going. We always talk about the evolution of, like, Blake Bortles, but how about you guys, you and Didi, year two? How much have you learned over the last calendar year? Uh, we, we don't really worry about too much of that. We just we just going to wait till our name's called, number's called, and we're just going to catch the ball. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to win, the, win games to go to the Super Bowl. Hey, each and every week here on the show, we do our Baptist Health game-changing moments. Well, it was the preseason, not a lot of game-changing moments. We're going to do it a little bit different here tonight. This is the Baptist Game Changing Moments. How about game changing players, Jeff? I love this matchup because the Jags defense against, well, this guy, future Hall of Famer, potentially. Well, I mean, yeah, you can make that argument, but Calais, I mean, 15th year, he's thrown for over 50,000 yards. He's a two time Super Bowl champion, he's a two time Super Bowl MVP. This guy has seen a lot of football. Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer in my book, you know, if I got to vote. Uh, he's a special talent, and, uh, you know, I expect him to go out there with the weapons he has and try to make big plays. So it's up to us, especially the D-line, to try to take him out of his game, make him uncomfortable, because if you let him, he can make some spectacular things happen with the weapons he has. Game-changing player number two for the New York Giants. Oh, he's a rich one. Odell Beckham Jr. just signed a big deal. Well, and congratulations to him. He's, he's worth every penny. That's what the market will bear. And, and I'm curious, Keelan, you know, I remember as a player, the one thing that I, I like to do is to watch film on other great players around the National Football League. And, and have you watched any of Odell Beckham Jr. on film? Uh, I definitely watch him. Uh, I, try to, I try to see his cuts. He's, he's definitely like a perfectionist at what he does, and he makes sure he does it right. So I'm always trying to see how it's done the right way. What does he do great? Uh, hands, going to attack the ball for sure. That's, that's one of the main things. 
because of the catch. His hand-eye coordination is great. Uh, his route run is great. And, I mean, he, he goes to get the ball regardless of what, what goes on with Eli, if he's getting hit or anything. So that's really an important part other than playmaking. We know the Jaguars' secondary has watched tape on Odell Beckham Jr. I caught up with A.J. Boye and Tyler Patman this afternoon. They were visiting Wolfson Children's Hospital, and we talked a little football and asked them about Odell Beckham Jr. The guy plays his heart out. Um, another part of it, man, he's fundamental, fundamentally sound, man. He does everything the way you're supposed to do it as a receiver. So when you put those two together, man, and his athletic ability, um, you get the guy you see. You know, he's good right at the catch. Um, great route runner, savvy guy, good hands, uh, great speed. Um, so, you know, you just got to – you can't be on your – you can't be sleeping on everything like that. So, you know, we're ready for the challenge. How can you not love that matchup on Sunday? And then there's the unknown, Saquon Barkley, Jeff. Uh, and watching the film, which is very limited, he only had four carries in the preseason, so you kind of got to go back a little bit and watch some of his Penn State film. But the one thing that's very apparent about this guy, Calais, he's 5'11", 230-plus pounds, and he has legitimate 4'4 speed. And he's, from what little we've seen, and you've seen, I'm sure, in the preseason, he can tote the rock. Yes, he can. He's a special talent. You know, I mean, that's why he went number two overall. Uh, what he does is, is very rare. You know, um, those, those four carries, you know, they look pretty good, especially that one. The first carry, he looked real good. You know, but I wish we had more tape on him, but we don't. So we have to go out there and prepare for anything. I'm pretty sure that he's going to be a, a good receiver as well. So, but we're going to go out there and, and try to contain him and, and make it hard on him. And uh, it'll be a good test for him going against us for the first game. Here's the deal. You can give tape to the rest of the league on how to shut him down on Sunday. <laughs> that would be a good starting point. The place to be is MetLife Stadium on Sunday afternoon. That's where these guys will be, home of the New York Giants again, 1 o'clock Sunday on Fox 30 for that game. And I want to ask, I've been asking everybody this, Clays, even if, if you're just an average football fan, don't you have to love this matchup? The three guys we just showcased against your defense, that alone, that's a good Sunday of football. This is what football is all about. Take hey. two good teams at their best and let's put them together and see what happens. Hey, let's not forget Janoris Jenkins, Eli Apple versus Keelan Cole. I like that matchup too. Hey, everybody likes the matchup. Everybody be watching it too. Just go win that matchup. Let's do it. <laughs> all right, we got to take a time out here on Jaguars All Access presented by Fields Auto Group. When we come back, Jeff goes to the film room and talks more about Saquon Barkley. How do the Jags shut him down? That's next here from Mellow Mushroom, live in Avondale on CBS 47 on this Tuesday night. Jaguars All Access is presented by Fields Auto Group. It's time to step up to luxury. Go to FieldsAuto.com. Fields matters because you matter. A live look here at Mellow Mushroom in Avondale. Good crowd out once again, and they're fired up for the season opener against the New York Giants. We've got tons of Jag shows all week long to get you set for kickoff on Sunday. That includes Jags Wired Wednesday night, 7.30 on Fox 30, so make sure you check that out. We'll put a bow on the preseason in Jags Wired tomorrow night. Welcome back here inside Mellow Mushroom in Avondale. Brent Martineau along with Calais Campbell. And on a serious note, you actually just ran in from Reigns High School. You were there this afternoon on your day off a little roundtable discussion with those kids not just athletes but kids at Reigns High School especially after what happened there a week and a half ago what was that like for you it was great you know I really just wanted to have a discussion and see how I can make a difference and how we can all come together and make the community in Jacksonville better 
this is a, an initiative that you really feel strongly about. You getting involved in the community. I know you spent a lot of time here this summer. How do you feel like you can make an impact? I feel like I have to just be consistent. You know, I want to dedicate time consistently and really just keep being active and, and just showing up and doing everything I can. And I don't know the best way. I just know that if I continue to try, good things are going to happen. There's a shooting there on a Friday night after a high school football game, and they get put in a bad light, Rains High School at times. You just met a lot of their kids, a lot of smart, bright, good kids, aren't there? A whole lot of them. You know, I was very impressed with just the conversation we had, some of the points that we had made, you know, and they have strong voices that need to be heard. Yeah, good for you and good for them as well. Speaking of a voice that needs to be heard, Jeff Logman, when he goes into the film room, it's always a good thing. He takes us there with more on the Giants rookie running back. Hey, Jeff. Well, thank you, Brandon. The Giants had a new general manager that was hired in the offseason, Dave Gettleman. And when he took over, the first question he had to answer was who's going to be his quarterback. Well, when he determined that it was going to be Eli Manning, he set upon rebuilding the offensive line and then finding a centerpiece to run behind that offensive line and it's Saquon Barkley. Limited exposure in the preseason, but we've got to show you this one play in the film room. This is the Baptist Film Room. Saquon Barkley only had four carries in the preseason, and this one was his very first one. An incredible display of athleticism, but let's go back. And as we look at it in slow motion, I want you to see the vision. But once he makes the decision to cut right here, look at the acceleration. Running away from defenders. Hard to imagine that he weighs over 230 pounds. An impressive thing is, is that you know when you get a, a back like that, you've got to be able to have the guys up front that can block. And and he spent money in free agency. Nate Solder at left tackle, and obviously the former Jaguar at the right guard spot. Uh, at left guard, they drafted a guy Hernandez Jalapio, kind of a journeyman center. And then right tackle, former first rounder Eric Flowers moved over to there. So. It's going to be a good test for this Jaguars defensive front, but it's one that I think that they're going to take advantage of and win. Well, make them one-dimensional. It plays right into the hands. I want to ask you real quick, Evan Ingram. We're talking about everybody else, but he's a pretty talented tight end. Super talented tight end, and I think where he gives the Jaguars the most problems is his matchup issues because tight ends are hard to cover when they can block and they can be a receiver. I expect the Jaguars at times to match up with Evan Ingram on the field with that big nickel package where Harrison, the draft pick rookie from Alabama, is on the field. All right, nice job. When we come back on Jaguars All Access, presented by Fields Auto Group, Calais Campbell, one-on-one -on -one with the second-year wide receiver, Keelan Cole. What kind of impact can he make in 2018? That is next, live at Mellow Mushroom here in Avondale. Come on out each and every Monday night usually, but here on a Tuesday night. And we'll also be with you next Tuesday as well because of the Monday night doubleheader in the NFL. Jaguars All Access is brought to you by Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Fanatics, officially licensed everything. TIA Bank, created to serve, built to perform. For Calais, show, so we can talk about this later and make fun of me? Perfect. Calais, this is for you. <laughs> Blake Bortles here at Mellow Mushroom in Avondale earlier in the day making some pizzas. I'm not sure. That looks kind of like a small pizza for Calais Campbell. I'm not sure. Uh, I think he'd need like five of those. We'll see. Welcome back here to Mellow Mushroom in Avondale. Brent Martin along with Jeff Logman. Jaguars All Access presented by Fields Auto Group. By the way, happy birthday to Blake Bortles' mom today. Oh, very nice. And a good-looking pizza there. That was good. That uh, would be like a bite-sized pizza for Calais. <laughs> All right, Calais. 
I've always wanted to know this with Keelan Cole because on game day, he runs away from defensive backs. You got to find out what his time speed is versus his game speed. <laughs> I'll do that for you right here. Jeff wants to know what's your, like your time speed versus your game speed. Because time, you know, your 40 wasn't that fast, but your game speed kind of, you got blazing speed. How about we just timing on a go route on a 97-yard touchdown this year or something? 4-2. Let's do it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, we took the social media, and we wanted to ask you some questions. And I think I know the answer to this question. This first one's from Camille904. Uh, she wants to know who your greatest inspirational, uh, uh, who's your greatest, what was your greatest inspiration athletic-wise? Now, before you answer this, I think I know the answer because, you know, your whole rookie year during training camp, you followed me around and you did everything I did trying to be a vet, you know. So go ahead, answer the question now. Uh, uh, Calais Campbell. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> no, uh, this next one's from uh, Daniel Bloom. Uh, which route do you need the most work on, and which is your best? I will let you answer that, but, <laughs> you know, you don't never line up in front of me. But uh, I feel like I need to work on all of them. Um, I've only, only been in the lead two years, so let's, let's see what I can do and keep working on everything else. What's your best route right now, though? If the game's on the line and you get to pick the play, what you going to run? Screen. <laughs> get the ball in I your want hands, the ball now. Make something happen. I like Coach, it. Coach, you hear that? <laughs> Uh, this next one's from uh, T. Dickman, 89. How much did you earn? Uh, no, how did you earn the nickname Van B? It was Leonard's fault. If you want to know, please ask Leonard Fournette that same question and bring him on the show Bambi, and ask him huh? that question. How'd I can't you? explain it like he can. Nah, you got to give us something, man. I, all I know is I walk in the locker room and that was what he had, and his cheeks was all red and blushing, and I wasn't having it. It's Bambi? Bambi. I like it. I'm going to start calling you Bambi myself. No, you got it. I can't. I, yeah, you got it. All right. Uh, this next one's from Noah Johnson's from, uh, from Instagram. All right. What is your favorite moment as a Jaguar? Your favorite uh, moment as a Jaguar? Being in that locker room during the AFC championship. We got to get back there some way, somehow. We'll be there. Yeah, one day at a time, though. We, don't, we, gotta, we can't put the cart before the horse. One day at a time. Hey, but we will, we will earn our, our way. We will earn our way, man. That was a good time. Hey, back to you, Jeff. That's a good answer. Very good answer. Because I was thinking that Seattle touchdown, that was pretty sweet. Uh, I, I think there was probably so many things as a young player that Keelan Cole cherished that first year that you know he's probably going to reflect back at some point later on in life and be able to kind of give you a little bit more of an honest answer. I, I was thinking he's one for one on good seasons. Yeah, keep so that far. thing rolling Keelan Cole. Hey when we come back we'll keep the show rolling. Jaguars All Access presented by Fields Auto Group. The storylines for Sunday. Leonard Fournette might be a part of it don't you think? That's coming up next live from Mellow Mushroom in Avondale on CBS 47. Gatorade headlines. 
our G-Series headlines. How about the running back matchup? Two top five picks the last two years. Leonard Fournette coming off a fantastic season. And then, of course, Saquon Barkley. A lot of hype around that young man. And Jeff's mentioned it a bunch of times on the show already. The battle up front. It's going to be fun to watch. Spent a lot of money invested for the Giants on that offensive line. Can they handle this defensive line? And again, 1 o'clock, Fox 30 Sunday. It's the season lid lifter in the NFL for the Jacksonville Jaguars. You can't stop talking about that defensive line against this offensive well, line. I'm, I'm a little biased, but I mean, Calais, holy cow, what are you going to do when you when you want to line up? Who would you rather face? Patrick Omame, Eric Flowers, Hernandez, or Solder? You know, I just want to go out there. I want to beat them all. I want to go against each one of them <laughs> and, and just and win, 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 get a sack, get some all. That would be awesome. How focused uh, is your football team as you head back to practice tomorrow? Oh, we're real focused. Uh, I've seen a lot of people in there today on our day off, and uh, we was all getting ready and watching film together and, or planning on watching film in the morning. We are all ready to go. All right, have a good trip to New York. Keelan Cole, Calais Campbell for Jeff Lagerman. I'm Brent Martin. Oh, that's Jaguars All Access presented by Fields Auto Group. Join us next Tuesday night. It'll be Patriots Week, and the Jags will be 1-0, right? That's the on goal. CBS 47. Thanks, everybody. It's become the rallying cry of the Jag fans. Heck, they even sang about it. Every angle shows Miles Jack was in town. They're still talking about it. Miles Jack wasn't down, but those referees were crooked. You can drink Miles Jack wasn't down. You can eat the treat that Miles Jack wasn't down. Even 44 himself will tell you, with the help of his teammate. Miles Jack wasn't down. Miles Jack wasn't down. But that was then. 2018 starts now. This is Action Sports Jacks Jaguars Preview Special, sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. Here we go. 88 hours from now, the Jaguars will begin their 2018 season in New York City against the New York Giants. The excitement, the expectations have never, perhaps, Ben Heyer, 1999 <laughs> does come to mind. Welcome to our hour-long special preview of the Jaguars season. I'm Brent Martineau. And I'm Dan Hicken. Over the next 60 minutes, we're breaking down the players, the opponents, and giving you everything you need to know as we enter the Jaguars' 24th football season. As Brent said, expectations sky high. We'll need some help to get it done. With us today is the Action Sports Jacks team, Stuart Weber, Marcel Robinson, our quarterback David Garrard, and Action News Jacks anchor Ben Becker. We've got interviews with Tom Coughlin, Dan sat down with TC Today, Calais Campbell, Blake Bortles, Keelan Cole, all on the way. Wednesday in the NFL, arguably the most important day of the week, right? It's the installation of the game plan. It's a longer work day, the lengthiest of the practice days. That was the Jaguars deal today. There's no turning back now. The season is going to start and hopefully, hopefully won't end until February. But to get there, you got to win football games starting Sunday against those Giants. They're talented all the way around. Obviously, at the skill positions, um, they got Eli Manning, who that name holds weight in itself. Then Odell, he just got a great, um, great piece of change. And then obviously Saquon, who's a beast in his own right. It should be a great matchup. You know, uh, I told 20 and 21. You know that Odell Beckham just got paid. Now, you gotta see what he can do. You know, so I'm, I think we got a great matchup across the board with their guys and our guys. And you know, I'm excited to see who comes out. 
News and notes around opening weekend as the Jags enter season number 24, 12 and 11 all time in openers, five and five on the road, by the way. Yeah, MetLife has been unkind to the Jags where Jacksonville is 0 and 3 all time. However, all three losses coming to that other team, the New York Jets, who the Jags will play at home this year. And 36 of the 53 from last year's AFC championship game are back in 2018, ready to make a run to football's biggest game. Meantime, up in the Northeast, the new New York Giants are prepping for the Jags. A new coach and Pat Shermer makes it difficult difficult for the Jags to prepare. Expect the unexpected. One thing stays the same. Eli Manning back for his 15th NFL season and the only game he's missed as a pro was the one where he was benched last season. Had that big streak going. The New York Giants say they are ready for the Jags. They've assembled a, a very fine football team. They've got a quarterback that plays winning football. They were the number one rushing team uh, in the league last year and they're outstanding on defense. This is probably, if not the best, one of the best corners in the league. There's no way around it. Um, and this, this defense that they have is, you know, they have six, seven pro bowlers, maybe more on their team. News and notes on the Giants. As New York will have three rookies, Saquon Barkley, Will Hernandez, and B.J. Hill starting. And if Olivier Vernon can't go, which is a probability, former Georgia Bulldog Lorenzo Carter would start in his place. The Giants, unlike the Jags, jumped out the waiver wire after final cuts. They made six more changes to their final 53, including former Seminole Mario Edwards Jr. added to the roster. And after cutting Davis Webb, the team is thin behind Eli Manning. However, remember, like we mentioned, Manning has played in or had played in 227 straight games until he was benched for one last year. So the Jaguars were building to something special before the arrival of Tom Coughlin, but his inclusion in the front office has really helped the team turn the corner. Absolutely. Of course, the only reason he's here is due to his unceremonious exit from the Giants. He spent 12 years with that franchise as the head man, and history now says it was a bad move for the Giants and a good move for the Jags to get him back. Let's take a look back at the road he took in the NFL. Spent several years in the league in other positions. But let's begin in 1995, his first NFL head coaching gig with this brand new organization called the Jacksonville Jaguars. Over the next eight seasons, he would lead the team to two AFC championship games. He was fired by Wayne Weaver in 2002, something Weaver still to this day says he regrets most about his ownership of the Jags. After a year away from football, Coughlin would return to the NFL as head man of the Giants. That was the same year as that famous Eli Manning draft trade. The two would work together for the next 11 years, winning a pair of Lombardi trophies. The Giants would struggle over the next few years, and Coughlin would, wink, wink, resign his position. <laughs> the rest is, of course, well known to Jags fans. Coughlin returns to the River City, says we are going to win lunch. This time as executive vice president of football operations, working alongside general manager Dave Caldwell. So today the city declares the day Tom Coughlin J Fund Day in Jacksonville. We sat down with the future Hall of Famer to talk about this year's edition of the Jaguars. The NFL pulled a quick one on you and gave us the Tom Coughlin Bowl week one. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's all part of the computer. <laughs> That's what they tell you. And week two is New England. It's all part of the computer. Yeah. Does that, I know it's Jaguars Giants, but there's something there for you, obviously. You can't not be when yeah, you walk well, back there. What you've been, you went up there last year and were honored there last year. It's something special. Well, it is. But we go up there, you know, in a competitive vein. Right. And uh, we focus on that completely, you know. And I'm just a hanger-rounder. So, I mean, it's okay that way. Just give me an overall thought about how you feel about this football team as it unveils itself and kind of reflect a little bit on this, this past training camp, which 
It was pretty tough. Well, it's a good camp. Yeah. You know, that's the way it's meant to be. And the players accepted it very well. Right. They've worked hard. They've come together as a group. They are a tight-knit bunch of guys. Um, we have our personalities, as sure. you well know, but they are a tight-knit bunch, bunch of people who are looking forward to the season starting and performing. Was it easier for them to buy into it this year because of the results of coming. last year? And well, they, they knew it was coming. Was coming. Okay. They, they knew that this was Doug Marone. This is his style. You know, we're a team that practices in pads always. There's no big discussion about it. Players know it's going to happen. So uh, it's a little different once you get in the season, as you well know. But uh, our guys, are they've, they've worked. There are, as we know, a lot of great personalities. There are some funny guys on there. and and. Football is different now in terms of social media, et cetera. Um, I just wonder your thoughts and how you deal with uh, some of the younger players. And uh, well, for example, Leonard Fournette is always smiling and always recording and always putting things out there. And and obviously Jalen is not afraid to speak his mind. How, how does Tom Coughlin relate to these guys? I'm old school. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't hear it. I don't see it. I don't, it's always second nature to me, or or it comes uh, second hand. Yeah. So be it. You know, just. Uh, it, it's it's a part of the game that if I if I was to sit down and design it, mm -hmm. would I design it this way? Right. No, right. but it's what we have. It's 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 been a part of the of the ongoing, uh, if you will, even the movement that the NFL. I used to kid each, kid the coaches that pretty soon the media will be in on Tuesday watching us game plan <laughs> and, and taking our plays off the board to spread out throughout the community. That doesn't go with old school, does it, coach? Not really. <laughs> Last thing, we've talked about this before, but you earn the right to be a physical football team, right? I mean, and that's part of the design of what Coach Marone has done during training camp. Do you feel like that's what that's, this team has and the, the identity of this team what and what the, you wanted to build, that's right? That's what the goal is. The goal is to, to become the team that wins the physical battle mm -hmm. and it's up front obviously where it starts and we've had some good occasions in preseason quite frankly and some not so good so uh, but this is where we hang our hat let's go prove it Oh, I love the guy. He's that the greatest. Fantastic. Old fantastic. school. <laughs> but we want to know what you think. Which offensive unit of the Jaguars looks the most improved? Now, the offensive line, big free agent signing in Andrew Norwell. The running back group, considering what they did in the preseason, what they did in the AFC Championship game, T.J. Yeldon looks good. Corey Grant's going to be a factor. And then, of course, Fournette. And how about the wide receivers? The absence of Marquise Lee, but they get Dante Moncrief. And then the second year now for D.D. Westbrook and Keelan Cole. Go to actionnewsjacks.com slash vote to weigh in. We'll show the results later in the show. All right, coming up on our Jaguars preview special, Jalen Ramsey tackling the offseason with an attitude. Well, tackling everything with an attitude. New in Teal, DJ Chark. The Jaguars filled one of his empty wide receiver spots when they picked up Chark in the draft. The LSU pass catcher showed improvement in his final two years as a Tiger and has been showing promise in camp. He'll be counted on to make an impact with the departures of Alan Hearns and Alan Robinson. This is Action Sports Jack's Jaguars preview special, sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. As it's a third and 18, pocket sealed for a moment. Brady's able to throw it. And they convert on third and 18. That's a huge play uh, for the Patriots. Who produced this show? Do we have to see this What are we again? doing? It's going to live with me forever. <laughs> third and 18, I walked off that field muttering. Third and 18. Yeah, one of the make-or-break moments that sent the Jaguars home in January had the Patriots not converted there. Who knows? No, I know the Jags would have been going to the Super Bowl.
in yeah. Minnesota. We'll go back throughout the show. We're taking a look at the Jaguars schedule month by month. It's a tough slate of opponents this season, and September is a good sample, although much of it at home, although the opener begins on the road at the Giants. You never know what to expect out of the Giants. You never know what to expect out of openers. The Patriots are the opposite. We know exactly who they are, and it's good that the Jags get them at home. This place will be buzzing all week. The team sees its first division opponent the week after that in the Tennessee Titans. A reminder, they won both games last year. Tennessee did. Then it's the rebuilding Jets and their new rookie quarterback, Sam Darnold. Now, according to Jalen Ramsey, the Jags are not just playing the Giants, Patriots, Titans, and Jets. They're playing a not very good Eli. That's right. right. And all right, Tom Brady. <laughs> a no comment on Marcus Mariota and a rookie, so who cares, and Sam Darnold. More on that coming up in a moment. Fair to say a rather eventful offseason for the Jags All-Pro, who we all love, who certainly did his share of talking the talk now as we bring in Stuart Weber. It's time for Jalen to walk the walk. Look, 2.0 certainly keeps things interesting during the season, and the last few months have been no different as the Jaguars prepare for the games that count. From an absence during OTAs to an unscheduled week off during the preseason, Ramsey's name has stayed in the headlines. I don't think any of my teammates had an issue because they know I was going to come back ready. But at the same time, if they did, I don't think I would care. Off-season training activities, they're voluntary, but when nothing else is going on, it becomes a story when players choose to skip them. As long as you come ready to work, you know, I mean, if he was out there struggling, you know, we might give him a hard time, but, you know, he came in and, you know, he didn't miss a beat. When he wasn't training, Ramsey stayed busy. You have golf, you have fishing, and you got football. That's what Jacksonville is about. A charity weekend here in town. And welcoming in his first daughter. I got me a good little interception celebration ready for baby girl. That delayed his arrival to training camp, but day one, practice one, Jalen was up to speed. Then came the suspension after a war of words on social media. I'm me, unapologetically. Followed by a perfectly timed GQ article putting the league's QBs on blast. If they took it to heart or whatever, then uh, they probably got bigger problems. You know, I mean, I love how authentic he is. You know, he doesn't beat around the bush at all. And now, let the games begin with Jalen versus Odell in week one. Y'all want to say he the best at his position? I'm the best at my position. So we're going to go at it. We're going to get the people a show first game, of the, first game of the season. We're expecting a lot of trash talk on the field between those two, but the buildup has been pretty complimentary, a stark contrast to most of Jalen's comments this summer. Let's go back to you. I don't think it'll be too complimentary on Sunday. The Jags have often found it difficult to get headlines nationally. Thankfully, Jalen Ramsey is giving reporters plenty of material to work with during recent interviews. His trash talking is reaching the ears of many of his opponents this year, starting this Sunday with the New York Giants. On Eli Manning, he said, and not very impressed, it's not really Eli, I think it's Odell. I won't say Eli's good. I'll say Odell's good in there connection is good on Marcus Mariota I think Marcus Mariota is a great quarterback for their team he manages a game really well always has them at least in position to be in the game late in the game we'll be dropping more Jalen gems throughout the show coming up on the Jaguars preview special we go inside the mind of Jags players mm, to see how they're mentally approaching a season full of possibilities New in teal, Ronnie Harrison. It never hurts to have a lot of players who are used to wear the crimson of Alabama. Harrison played safety in college, but many are saying he could end up seeing the field this year as a nickel cornerback. This is Action Sports Jack's Jaguars preview special, sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. We got to see this. Oh, that's loose. That is definitely. Ooh. Oh. 
Rolling on the field as the runners fumbled. It was recovered by the defense. First down, Jacksonville. Don't blow the whistle. Of course, you've heard this before. Miles Jack wasn't down. Yes, another example of what could have been if it weren't for a bad call or two on the field. Bitter? Maybe. Hey, welcome back to our Jaguar season preview. The Jaguars have some tough teams on their schedule this season, including the Patriots and the Steelers, but their biggest opponent could be themselves. Yeah, as Action News Jack's Ben Becker reports, the Jags' mental skills could be tested more than their physical ones. There's an old saying, it's more difficult to stay on top than to get there. Now that could be the biggest challenge for the Jags this year. And I spoke to a sports psychology expert who told me how the Jags can train their brain to keep winning. He's driving and he's in for the touchdown. The ultimate high for the Jaguars comes from winning, winning, winning. But getting to winning starts with overcoming Hard times and winning. It's the focus of sports psychology expert Patricia Moore. When they come to me with their adversity, I just jump up and yell, yeah, you need that. You need that to be stronger. She says mind games are the Jags' toughest opponent this season, not the Steelers, Patriots, Eagles, or Giants. I believe that they believe in themselves, and I don't think they're satisfied yet. The Jags' run to the AFC Championship game was the high point, following mostly two decades of futility. Losing is a disease. But that losing could be over. Moore says coping with pressure, maintaining focus, and avoiding distractions will be key for certain players. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles, he can play head games with himself. Dante Fowler Jr. Yeah, I mean, I think if he wants it, he can have it. Jalen Ramsey. Oh, man, he is on fire. Let the games begin. Ben Becker, CBS 47, Action News Checks. I think she nailed it. That's pretty good. I like to play the games with you. That's what I do over here. Watching on with the Jaguar <laughs> schedule into October. I was going to say something I shouldn't. It starts with a three-game stretch featuring mascots of Wild West, first the Chiefs, then the Cowboys and Texans. Jaguars finished out the month in their home away from home in London against Ooh, the Eagles. That's a tough month, too. Yeah, there are no gimmies in the month of October. Well, let's see what Jalen had to say about the Cowboys signal caller. Dak Prescott, he's good. He's all right. He's okay. I'll put it that way. Zeke runs that team, though. Everything runs around their running back, Zeke. Well, I got some nice things being said about the Texans quarterback, oh. Deshaun Watson. He'll be the league MVP in a couple years, 100%. There's not even a debate about that. Him and Carson Wentz for wow. every year starting now until five to ten years, it's going to be them, too. They are that good. All right, coming up on our Jaguars preview special, Fournette's got jokes for his teammates, how they're reacting to his online comedy. New in Teal, Cody Kessler. Blake Bortles is a new backup quarterback this year in the form of the former Cleveland Brown. He replaces Chad Henney as clipboard holder who went to Kansas City. The Jaguars are still Bortles' team, but Kessler has looked solid in camp. Is Action Sports Jack's Jaguars preview special. Sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. Lee over to the other side. Just got the snap off in time. Oh, but he's this, this was a good idea originally. Yeah, now, now it's, it's not starting to be. This a, was your idea. It was a bad idea now that I see it. Mar that was maybe Mercedes Lewis's greatest catch ever as a Jaguar, and, and it was called back, and then Bortles got sacked the next play, and there, there went another scoring opportunity. Woulda, coulda, shoulda game against the Patriots. The reason we're showing you this a little bit, the idea is this is how close the Jags were. This is how close the Jags potentially are. 
star mm. going into 2018. I think Jags fans understand just how emotional a guy Leonard Fournette is. Remember when he came off the field of that AFC championship game in tears, like most of us? <laughs> it meant that much to him. On the flip side, there's really not a happier guy in the Jags locker room. He's always laughing and happens to record a lot of the moments on Instagram. So why don't we bring in Marcel Robinson right now? Marcel will show us the real Leonard Fournette. There's no denying the closeness of all the players in the Jaguars locker room. As a matter of fact, one player in particular has a very special way of showing his friendship and how he feels about the rest of the guys on the team. You tell me. You tell me. I'll tell you this, Leonard Fournette just might be the most entertaining Jaguar on all of social media. Football is just like my grandpa, you hear me? Football is, football JP, you hear me? I see ya. The talented second-year running back has a knack for getting in the end zone and keeping us all entertained. From his attire to his antics, you better be aware when number 27 has a camera in his hands. He just, Leonard, he's just all jokes, you know what I mean? So he, he thinks he's funny. Some, sometimes it be funny, sometimes it don't be funny. Do react show to get, ooh, shout out to my dog, man. They free my dog out there, uh, get right down the side. Free my dog. <laughs> Now, all of this may be new to us, but his former LSU teammate says this is just Leonard being Leonard. He's a big kid, uh, kid with no hair. He, you know, he got jokes. I don't know what you talk about. I know nobody wants to see that. Coming from LSU, that's all we did, so it doesn't uh, surprise me. I don't think all of them funny. I know why you doing. You just came up with probation, so that's cool. <laughs> you, you tripping, TT? Leonard Fournette. You gotta make sure that boy be on Instagram Live a lot. So you just gotta make sure you know you're looking right if he's gonna be on there. You know, you know. All, all I know about Leonard is that he likes to wear wife beaters and uh, he runs the ball really good. So and he likes chains. Marcel Robinson, Action Sports Jacks. Guy has fun living life. He laughs at the bottom of a pile after 300-pound men have just tackled him. Coming up on our Jaguars preview special, sure it's a loaded football team, but the most scrutinized guy isn't the star of this team. Hear what Blake Bortles thinks of the 2018 edition of the team coming up after the break. This is Action Sports Jags Jaguars preview special, sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. He's a servant leader, you know, a leader of the team. You know, he serves his team. You know what I mean? He our quarterback. Our quarterback. I know, but <laughs> he's got to give me a little to. Telvin Smith having some fun at Blake Bortles' shirt expense. <laughs> service. <laughs> That's what he wore to the podium today. And the idea behind that, the offensive lineman got it last year because uh -huh. Bortles is a servant leader. Well, somehow Telvin Smith. Got his hands on it. That was the story of this Wednesday. All right, we are back on our Action Sports Jacks Jaguar season preview program. Hicken and Martino, and of course, Bortles, the most dissected football player on any team, Brent, is the quarterback. Especially this one. Nobody <laughs> brings about more chatter from the fans than BB5. Love him or hate him, he's charged with leading the Jags to the Super Bowl and winning it, something he has high hopes for in 2018. Are you playing the best football of your life? I feel the most comfortable. Uh, I think I feel the most confident. I think, you know, this year will be uh, kind of the test uh, to see, you know, if, if that's a true statement. You know, I think everybody kind of looks good in OTAs. You know, I, I think everybody looks good in practice and all that. Um, so it'll be, you know, I, I think a good test to go into the season um, and, and see, you know, how all this work, how all this preparation, how everything that we've done during the spring and, and what we're about to do uh, going into camp in a month or so uh, pays off. I feel like we talk about it like, Hackaby 
being here for another year and the continuity. And, but is there a value in that? Yeah, it's huge. Um, I mean, to not be able to have to sit down and learn a new system for what would have been, you know, the fourth time for, for some of us that have been here for four or five years, uh, it's incredible. You know, to not be out there, you know, throwing with the receivers and doing one-on-one -on -one stuff and having to learn it at the same time, you know, they're trying to learn it to be able to kind of help guys and say, you know, this is what we're looking for. This is how you want to run it. This is what you got to do when they do this. Um, I, I think just makes a world of difference. And it's only been one year. You know, it's 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 kind of crazy to imagine how you know much more advanced we could be if you know we're together for five, six, seven years. What's the ceiling? I, I think people say, hey, nice year, AFC Championship game, no turnovers in, in the playoffs, uh, extension, but. But what's the ceiling? Uh, do you know what your ceiling is? No, I, uh, I don't think you can you can put into words what it is or, or what the, the best we could be is or what the best I could be is. You know, I think, you know, kind of like we just talked about, it's we're going into year two and we feel, you know, I know me and Nathaniel's relationship has continued to grow. It's always been really good. Um, and, and then playing quarterback, you know, it's so important to have ownership and control over everything going on. Um, so I, as well as everybody around, you know, we brought in some great guys. We got a good group of guys coming back. Um, I, I think, you know, the, the kind of the, the ceiling is uh, is unlimited as far as, as what we can do. You know, we just got to make sure that everybody continues to work hard um, and, and nobody becomes complacent off of what we did last year because, you know, it's kind of it's, it's irrelevant now. You know, I think people maybe pay a little more attention to Jacksonville, um, but I think we're definitely going to have to continue to go out there and prove people wrong and go win football games. Did you ever think Blake Bortles, Super Bowl winning quarterback, did you ever think in those terms? And has that changed? Do you think I can go win the Super Bowl or help win the Super Bowl? Right. You know, um, I mean, it's always been a goal. It's always, I mean, every kid dreams of, if you're a football player, dream of winning a Super Bowl, especially if you're a quarterback. You, you want to go be a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Uh, you know, I think that's that's the, the highest honor you can have as a quarterback is, is to, you know, help your team, help lead your team to, to a Super Bowl. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've never thought. Um, I guess one day of, of me being a Super Bowl quarterback, you know, it's just not really how I think or how I work. But you know, I 100% believe that that we can do it, and I can be a part of, of of helping that happen. More of our sit down with Blake Bortles on Facebook, our Action Sports Jacks page, and also check out our story with Blake and his buddy C.J. Williams in the Blake Bortles Foundation. If you haven't seen it yet, you can check that out on Facebook. Action Sports Jacks. Bortles had more rushing yards and passing in his first ever playoff win last January against Buffalo. In fact, the last quarterback to win a playoff game with fewer than 100 passing yards. You got to go back to Steve McNair in 1999. And I think his team needed a Music City miracle to win that one. Uh, he did. But Bortles did have 88 yards rushing that particular day, turning to his legs to help the Jags get the win. We know a certain quarterback who had the greatest run in Jags playoff history who knows a little something about running from the passing position. Here's DG in 3D. As a mobile quarterback, it kills the defense. The defense does not want to see the quarterback running around. I got a, a message from Tony Dungy one time, and he said, Dave, you keep doing your thing because defenses hate the quarterback getting first downs, getting touchdowns. They don't like that. They've got everybody covered. And here comes the quarterback out running for 12 yards. They don't like that. It frustrates the mess out of them. But that's why you got to keep doing it. As a mobile quarterback, you got to be smart, too, at the same time. So for me and Blake, he's a big guy, too. We can take chances when we're getting a first down. If, if the first down's right there, I'm getting it. 
if the end zone's right there or even if the end zone's 20 yards away, I'm still trying to get to the end zone. There's certain places you can try to use your size to your advantage. Now, if it's second and 15 and I've only got five yards and I got somebody like uh, when I played, Ray Lewis coming and barreling down on me, I'm getting down. It's just not worth it. I want to live to see another day. I would have a lot of the defensive guys on my team saying, hey, hey, if you don't see that guy on the first read, just take off. But as you grow a little bit older, like Blake is now, he's a, he's a bit, little bit older, so he can go through one, two, even three, but feel like, you know what, I need to get some yards here. Guys haven't gotten open for me. Or maybe I missed the guy that I was supposed to go to, but I have these legs, so I need to use them. As the quarterback, you got to be smart. Use your legs whenever you can. Also get down whenever you can. But if that first down is there, if that touchdown is there, you better get in the zone. Let's go. All right, if you know Tom Coughlin, one of his buzzwords when talking offense is balance. And there's no denying the Jags had balance one season ago. Perfect balance, in fact. 527 rushing attempts, 527 passing attempts. That's why they ran it in the fourth quarter, to get to that number. Had to get to the number. <laughs> minus Allen Robinson, though, this year. Minus Allen Hearns. And now minus Marquise Lee. We've got a caveat to balance. It's our guess, our speculation that the Jags are going to try and use one of their strengths on the offensive side of the ball even more in 2019. That's these three guys. They're running backs for net more than 1,000 yards a season ago. Yeldon and Grant combining for another 500. We believe, though, the Jags running backs will become receivers. If you saw some of the screen game this preseason, you know what we're talking about. Add to that keeping Leonard Fournette in the game on third down and using two of the three in some formations. And do not be surprised to see this number, 69 receptions one season ago, climb up to the, the 100 mark or so. Yeah, especially Corey Grant. Keep an eye on him mm -hmm. this Sunday. How will they use him like they did in the AFC Championship game? Less than four days until the Jags kick it off the first time up in New York against the Giants. Expectations as high as they've ever been around these parts, as if opening day isn't exciting enough any year, really has the feel this week. Jeff Logman, Calais Campbell, and Keelan Cole talking about the opener. All right, uh, here with these big guys here, Calais Campbell, Keelan Cole. I remember growing up as a kid, some of my fondest memories playing football. I'm going to take you guys back a little bit. When I played Little League and we needed a jersey for football practice, we used to go to my dad's drawer and pull out a T-shirt. And that's what I wore over shoulder pads. Did you guys do that? Yes, without a doubt. I had the same T-shirt I would wear every week, though, or every day. And uh, it was just so dirty and disgusting after, like, one year. <laughs> had it, the, the, like, the T-shirt had the yellow stains in the pit oh, and everything? Yeah. It was the one that Mom really wanted to throw away, but she was like, oh, you can use that for practice. Now, he, now he's too young. Did you? No, I definitely had Did one. You? I had an old jersey. I don't remember what a jersey. It might not have been anything. In, like, I don't remember who I had. But yeah, jersey had or T-shirt? No, like, it was like... A t-shirt jersey, like you could buy it at Foot Locker. It was oh, a jersey. Oh, like no, a no, we like used like t-shirts we used to wear for school that was just old. I've worn a t-shirt before, but I always preferred a jersey just so I could look good. <laughs> Do you remember the name of the first football team you played on? Yeah. What was it? The Park Hill Pirates. Pirates? Yeah, I just bought them some uniforms. They had these new sweet uniforms this year. Uh, you know, uh, Nike helped me out and got us some new uniforms. It was pretty sweet. And yours? I don't remember the first name, but it was the Cowboys for sure. Cowboys? Cowboys. <laughs> the excitement level for opening day sometimes can get you a little bit carried away. Do you guys do anything in particular? Clay, start with you. Do you do anything in particular on opening day to make sure that the nerves stay calm? 
Yeah, you know, I go back and watch like the old football movies that made me fall in love with the game. I go back and watch the program and any given Sunday. Remember the Titans, you know. And I just go back and just kind of bring it back to like when I was in high school and this was just a dream. I used to look at these guys, you know, on, on TV as like what it was to take to win there, you know, to, to get to the NFL and win. So, uh, you know, it's kind of funny because it gives me back to my high school days, man, when this is just a dream. All right, thank you guys. Ah, thank you, Jeff Lagerman, Calais Campbell, Keelan Cole. This reminder, we do all access each and every Monday night with Calais, Jeff, and a guest. Monday nights, most weeks, but stay with us here. Next week, it will be Tuesday once again because of the NFL doubleheader. Not allowed to do the show on Monday night. So Tuesday, 7 o'clock, CBS 47 at Mellow Mushroom. Ooh. We will help kick off Patriots Week around here and then every other Monday after that. All right, marching on with the Jaguars schedule into November. First game at the Colts right after the bye week. Jags will have to fight the urge not to look past the Colts and to their next opponent. That would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. Big Sunday nighter at home. Once they host the black and gold, they go visit Bill's Mafia. They should be very welcoming. <laughs> and they probably won't be too pleased to see him after last season's playoff exits. Bring your table. Speaking of the black and gold, Jalen Ramsey's got a hot take about Big Ben. Uh -huh. He says, I think he's decent at best. Oh. It's not Big Ben. Oh. It's Antonio Brown. Big Ben slings the ball a lot of the time. He just slings it, and his receivers go get it. He has a strong arm, but he ain't all that. I played him twice last year, and he really disappointed me. He'll be in the Hall of Fame and all that. And no love for the Bills either. I think Allen, their draft pick, is trash. I don't care what nobody says. He's trash and it's going to show too. That's a stupid draft pick to me. We play them this year and I'm excited as heck. I hope he's their starting quarterback. Well, Nathan Peterman from Bartram Trail yes. actually is the starting quarterback at least to begin the season for the Bills. It's been long been our belief that if the Jags ever got good, really good, well, watch out. This city has been waiting for that to happen and seems ready to explode with the team. No denying the end of last season has Jag fan pumped up for this fall from record ratings on TV. Big crowds at TIAA Bank Field. As the season goes, the fans are going to come. Yeah, let's bring in Action News Jack's anchor Ben Becker once again. Ben, so much excitement around the team this season. You could argue 2017 was the most exciting and unexpected season in the history of the Jaguars. Yes, they did make it to the AFC Championship game two decades ago, but something about last year was different following all that losing since. In 2017, the Jaguars turned the bank into a field of dreams and unlocked a vault of pent-up excitement across Duval. Jags fever has Lynn Carmen showing up at Sportsmania on Jack's Beach to buy some Jags tank tops. Something sleeveless, cool. The Jags were hot in 2017, going 10 and 6, and clinching the first division title in 10 years and first conference championship appearance in about two decades. Last year was so exciting, it was like 97, 98. Sportsmania owner John Smith tells me his Jags business is up 100% compared to a year ago. We are moving jerseys as fast as we can get them in. The Jags say they've sold an NFL-leading 13,000 new season tickets for the upcoming season, in addition to existing season ticket holders renewing at a rate higher than 90%. Carmen, who's a longtime season ticket holder, says she welcomes the new fans. You stayed through the tough times. Oh, I did. Sat through the rain, through the losing and the losing. But now the Jags are winners and the mania is running wild. Ben Becker, CBS 47, Action News Jacks. Coming up on our Jaguars preview special, running around the country, 
Hicken versus Martineau as we decide who's forced to go to Buffalo, Kansas City, and more. New in tier, Will Richardson. The offensive tackle got to the Jags by way of the fourth round of the NFL draft. The Jaguars are hoping the NC State standout can help bolster an already improving offensive line. This is Action Sports Jags Jaguars preview special. Sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. Welcome back, everyone. It is that time again, the annual road trip draft. And once again, the journey to 16-0 begins on the road. Yeah, and we're going to talk about the regular season. We're going to make our picks. And, yeah, start spreading the news. The hapless Mets are in town this weekend. I'm grabbing the trip to New York with the first pick. New York, New York. I'm going to jump on it, go to the Big Apple. Besides, I went to the opener last year. Remember what happened? Jags got 10 sacks and hammered Houston. Karma, and I'm superstitious. Speaking of Texas, I'll grab the trip to the big star in Dallas. Couple reasons now. Number one, I've never been to Jerry's place to see a game, but more importantly. Don't let your babies grow up to be Okay, partner. I guess I'll take Kansas City and head over to see the Chiefs. Plus, I get some Kansas City barbecue for yours truly. Plus, I really can't wait to hear that stupid war chant like we hear at Atlanta. Braves games or FSU games. We didn't hear it last week, did we? London calling. Looks like I'm headed across the pond, Dan. Right over there. Oh, oh I'm going again. Yeah. Where aren't you going? I'll be honest. This is the uh, first time I've got a decent excuse. I haven't missed the Gators and Dogs since 1982, Brent Martineau. Wow, that's pretty good. Hey, I'm going to go to Indianapolis, too, to watch the Jags clobber the Colts. So that's where I'm going, the Midwest. But there's more to it than that. The day before, I may venture over to South Bend and check out FSU against Notre Dame. Good college football game. Perhaps another game of the century, like when Charlie Ward and the number one Knowles were upset by the Irish in 1993. One week later, Tom Coughlin and Boston College beat the number one Irish. We are all intertwined. You had to Google that. You know, Thanksgiving may be turkey time for you, but we'll be shuffling off to Buffalo to watch the Jags on what we hope will be a beautiful November day in western New York. Please don't snow. Please don't snow. Please don't snow. Hope you break a table. I told you I'm a cowboy, so give me Nash Vegas this season. You've been the last couple of times. Thursday nighter, December 6th, please beat the Titans. Yeah, I have failed there the last two seasons. We might be dreaming of a white Christmas, but we will be in South Florida Christmas Eve weekend. Only problem, we're still not sure if that game's going to be Saturday or Sunday. Hard to make family plans. Hmm? And then let's leave the grand finale. This one down here in Houston, Uh open because the Jags could cap off the undefeated 16-0 run by hammering Houston. And if that's the case, we're going to bring the entire sports department. Well, I do love Papacitos, so I would like to go. Ah, marching on with the Jaguars' schedule into December. Hope to see everybody on the road, by the way. It begins with a tough four-day turnaround with two division opponents and a visit by the Redskins and a trip to Miami. The Jags cap off the year in Houston, facing the likely contender for the AFC South title. And speaking of AFC South, Jalen had this hot take on the Colts quarterback, Andrew Luck. I really don't think he's that good. Oh, boy. Him and T.Y. had a connection in the past that made him stand out a little bit more, but I don't think he's good. There you go. We'll find out. As you just saw, the Jags faced the three other division rivals in December. So time to unleash our predictions for the AFC South. I'll begin. I really think the Colts are terrible. In fact, Jaguars do need to sweep the Colts, regardless of Andrew Luck. Six and ten. Titans, 
I'm not as high on the Titans. Eight and eight team, in my opinion, because I'm not a big fan of Mariota. Texans ten and six. They are a good football team. We'll see how good Watson is. But JJ Watt returns too. It's a talented roster. I think the AFC South is much better overall as a whole. So I think a lot of teams are going to beat beat each other up throughout the year. So I've got the Colts at six and ten. I've got the Titans at seven and nine. I've got the Texans at nine and seven. And then I have the Jaguars ultimately ten and six and in the postseason. But I'm. You know, and, and that would be just great. Just get to the tournament and let's see what happens. All right. We wanted your opinion. Which offensive unit of the Jaguars look the most improved? The offensive line, the running back group, or the huh. wide receivers? And without a doubt, the offensive line. Now, I wouldn't have voted for the offensive line. Who would you vote for? The running back. Well, it's, it's interesting, though. $13 million man and Andrew Norwell, yeah. free agency upgrade. Yeah. And A.J. Can has played way better than anybody anticipated, mm -hmm. at least so far this season. All right, coming up on our Jaguars preview special, time for the real predictions. Yeah, we're going to go game by game for the entire Jag season. You won't want to miss it. Stay with us. You in Teal, Andrew Norwell. The former Carolina Panther will help bolster an already improved offensive line. The All-Pro guard was considered the top offensive lineman in free agency. His addition could open big running lanes for Leonard Fournette. This is Action Sports Jack's Jaguars preview special. Sponsored by Bowden Eye and Associates. Oh, TIAA Bank Field is going to be rocking this year. So many marquee matchups to look forward to. New England, Pittsburgh, and more. Welcome back to our Jaguars season preview. All right. You ready? I'm ready. You see what this is? Jaguars we season predictions. Okay. You know what? You know, listen, we've got the fight for the fedora coming up mm -hmm. on countdown to kickoff. Mm -hmm. It starts this Sunday. Right. I'm the defending champ after Dan won it a couple times. So this matters. Record this segment. Three. Uh, listen, to me, I'm going to say this, Brent. I think September is the toughest month of the four. If we, if we split it into, into quarters, I think this first quarter is very, very tough. And that's with three home games. I don't expect the Jaguars to... Uh, uh, win all of them coming out of the shoot. Let's but see what we got. Who do we have in New York? We both think it's a W one and zero. And I and that that game makes me nervous. But very quirky on opening Sunday makes me a little bit nervous. Jags got to bring their A game like Calais said. I haven't seen your results. So what do you have for the Patriots? Oh, uh, we're beating the Patriots. Ooh, yeah, two and zero. This no, place will be rocking. We're beating the Patriots. Julian Edelman is not playing. You get the Patriots early. You beat the Patriots. I have uh, them losing. That's hard to pick against Tom Brady. Sure. Uh, Tennessee. I've got them winning. You they, well, you you are scarred by Tennessee. I'm scarred by Tennessee, and I don't like I said. There's going to be a loss in these four. Yeah. I don't think they're going to start come out of the shoot 4-0. If they do, my goodness, watch out. All right, we got to get so, moving. Let's go. All Jets, right. we've both got them 3-1. and one. All right, good We're start. On pace. That's fine. That's, that, that would be beautiful. Yeah, then I think we got, the Jags could be 2-2, two and two, but 3-1's great. This is another tough month, okay? Let's go Kansas City, road game. Oh, I got a little lost there. High-powered is Chiefs. a tough place to play, but mm -hmm. a rookie QB, essentially. A second-year QB against this defense, mm -hmm. I'll take this defense. But then Dallas is a little different for oh, me. Oh, no problem. We win in Dallas, so <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> Houston at home, maybe the most critical game of the year. Well, I got them losing it. Yeah, well, I so, got them winning it. They got to right. get one up. London, I, you got them losing. I think they know how to win in London. I don't care who they're playing. It's a fair so I like point, that. by the way. They've been very good both in London Both have two and two. Okay, years. let's go through November. Go ahead. We, I think we're both going to like them in 
Uh, what about the Steelers? Sunday night football. All right. Got it. All right. And then Buffalo, you'll be there Thanksgiving. I'm just playing the odds here. There's going to be another loss along the way, I think. And I think Fair that enough. Might, could be in Buffalo on the road. The guy's trash who's going to play in Buffalo at quarterback Maybe. by then. Maybe not. And then we've got him sweeping the Colts, of course. And then we go into the last month of the year. And here we go. This is probably the toughest game of the season, yeah. potentially. Thursday night, road teams don't do well. And already, the Jags struggle with Tennessee. And I don't think Tennessee's going to be that great this year. But like I said, I think the whole AFC South is better. So I think teams are going to get knocked off. What about the Redskins? Now, Washington's kind of a mess. Miami, I'm not really sold on. I think the Jags, I think I have them winning, yeah. Do they have it clinched by now? No, we're going down. We're, oh. we're close. What do we have against Houston? Oh. oh. Ten and six, nine and seven is what I have. So I guess they do have a clinch for me by the time they yeah, go to Houston. And by the way, I have a clinch by the time they go to Houston, too. I have the Jaguars at 11 and five, AFC South champs. The question is, can they win the Pittsburgh game, the Patriots game, and get in a position where you have home field advantage in the postseason? 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Now the journey begins. It starts Sunday with the New York Football Giants. And away we go, Brent. 16 opportunities to show your medal. 16 opportunities to get some W's. We'll be ready. How do you how you do in those 16 opportunities will determine your invite to the postseason party. Expect the Jags to be there. But these next four months will determine that. Thanks for watching, everybody. This is going to be a lot of fun. Dad's making the trip to New York. We'll have all our coverage on the weekend, of course, Saturday and Sunday. Make sure to follow the official Jaguars stations and join us on Sunday live from New Jersey. Have a good night. Thanks for watching.